Welcome to another exciting episode of the Opportunity Zones podcast. Listen in as your host, Jimmy Atkinson, invites industry leaders to share their best OZ insights and investment strategies. From market updates to fund launches, policy news, tax mitigation strategies, and more, we cover it all here on the Opportunity Zones podcast. Welcome to the Opportunity Zones podcast. I'm Jimmy Atkinson, joining you on site today from the OZ Expo 2022 in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. And joining me on the program today is my partner at OZ Pros, Mr. Ashley Tyson. Ashley, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic, Jimmy. It is awesome to be here at, uh, in Phoenix for the OZ Expo and awesome to be with you as always. And uh, it's been a great conference thus far. It has. And uh, every time I'm with you and I have you on the podcast, I'm reminded by how tall you are. How tall are you? Is it 6'8 or 7'8 or what is it? 6'8. I don't know. It's 7'12, I think, right? Something like that. Five yeah. 5'12. Exactly right. So uh, today I want to talk with you about, you know, some takeaways from the conference, sure. what you've learned, what you've enjoyed, who you've enjoyed uh, meeting today. But uh, first, I want to get the update on OZ Pros. Can you tell us a little bit more about OZ Pros? what OZ Pro's uh, services you provide, and maybe uh, any other fun updates you want to give. Well, Jimmy, as I mentioned on our panel, which by the way, you weren't in there, because then you, you would remember that, uh, that this whole thing started as a result of a comment that was made at, I think it was the second OZ Expo in Las Vegas, where I can't remember what his name was, but he was up on stage and he said, the problem with opportunity zones is that they're kind of like high school sex. Everybody's talking about them, but nobody's doing it. And so after our uh, podcast episode, we said, hey, listen, how can we help people do opportunity zones? I said, what do you think about becoming the legal Zoom for opportunity zones? And you're like, listen, I'm in, let's do it. And so it's been a hell of a run, right? Since back in November, 2019, when we launched this thing. But it's really exciting to see how it's morphed into not just being the legal zoom for opportunity zones, where we obviously have some of the you know, industry leading templates and forms, which is kind of amazing that there's not these, you know, that there's not more templates and other stuff out there. As a matter of fact, I think we have the only uh, templated working capital safe harbor plan, which is the most powerful tool in the opportunity zone arsenal. And you know, our other forms have been fantastic, but then on top of that, We've got our strategy call process where people can set a strategy call and they can get all of their questions answered uh, or they can cut to the chase relative to whether an opportunity zone deal is going to work or not. And then finally, we've implemented the OZ Pros Compliance Bootcamp, which is really exciting because it's a weekly call every Tuesday from 10 to 1130 Eastern time where we get to answer people's questions. We do it rapid fire. And so people can actually flex their compliance muscles and they can come and get trained about how to actually do the compliance themselves instead of relying upon their experts at the end of the tax year and be like, oh, I jacked this up or I jacked that up. Instead, they've got an opportunity to be able to come in. And by the way, I also talked about the drinking game where every time I say opportunity, somebody's got to take a drink. We would be in trouble. <laughs> huge trouble. Huge, huge trouble. trouble. But at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're democratizing access to opportunity zones. Is that right? That's exactly right because we want to be a force multiplier for impact. And the way we do that is we put the, this unbelievably powerful program into the hands of Main Street America. We bring Wall Street level sophistication to Main Street America, and that's where the magic happens. Fantastic. And we're at the OZ Expo now. It's, it's great, by the way, coming back to these OZ Expos because that's where we first met, was at absolutely. that OZ Expo in Las Vegas, at Nevada. The cocktail hour. 
at the cocktail How hour. I think it was an open bar, if I recall correctly. <laughs> but uh, well, tell me about this OZ Expo today. Here we are now in 2022. The marketplace has matured quite a lot since the early days in 2018 and 2019 when this thing first started rolling out. What are some of your big takeaways from the conference today? Yeah, so I think that the, the, the biggest takeaway is that anybody who's participating, either here in the conference or listening to this podcast or somehow interested in Opportunity Zones are hereby qualified as a qualified Opportunity Zone advocate, right? And each and every one of us need to be telling the story. We need to become evangelists for this program. And we need to be talking to the people that are in our communities about how successful this program is being. And we need to be talking to our representatives about our projects and everything else. And we need to actively be involved in the outreach associated with telling the Opportunity Zone story. And I think that that's kind of the overriding theme that I've heard from the different panels that were here today. So your panel with Shea Hawkins was awesome. And we got an update on the legislative thing. Um, and the other panels where they're talking and specifically about that, about tell your story. If you got an Opportunity Zone deal, get the word out, right? Tell the good news about Opportunity Zones. And I, I think that that's been the really cool thing is to be able to interact with people again post-COVID where we're able to actually come together in person and we're able to you know, tell that story, get excited about it, take away from all of these things and to be able to go back and actually do Opportunity Zones and to tell everybody about it. No, that's right. And that's what we really need to do right now as an industry. I agree with you. And that's what probably has been my biggest takeaway from this conference as well, is that there seems to be a, a concept coalescing in the room here today and in the auditorium next door, where everybody is right now, probably listening to the next panel, uh, about <laughs> we, need to, <laughs> we need to tell success stories That's right. to make it known to Congress and the people of this country that Opportunity Zones are not only working, but they're working as intended per the legislative intent. And that's what is really going to drive this program forward. And it's what's going to give this program a chance to get extended at some point down that's the road, right. hopefully sooner rather than later. Well, I want to revisit OZ Pros with you. Can you tell us how many qualified opportunity zone businesses and fund entities you've formed in the, I guess it's been almost three years now. How many have you done? We're almost to 2,000 now which is incredible. And we've had over 2,000 strategy calls, which is insane, right? It's awesome. And it's been so cool to be able to talk to people from across the country about their deals and about what they're doing to actually make a difference in their opportunity zones. And it's really cool because uh, we've got, I think that I've got 11 people from OZ Pro's Compliance Bootcamp that actually attended the conference today. Uh, Jared Hoyt, who's uh, he's my he's my my guy that comes literally every week. He's been to more OZ Pros compliance boot camps than I have. He's literally been to every single one of them, and he's here today. And it's just really cool that uh, that that this group and this expo is coalescing people around this unbelievably uh, you know powerful le legislative incentive, and to be able to build generational wealth and to do good at the same time. Right, so the legislative panel, I think, was the best panel today, if I say so myself. Well, it was, the, it was the one that I went to, first of all, and it was the one that I spoke on. I've been spending most of my time out here in the exhibit hall networking with the different folks, so I haven't had a chance to sit in on any of the other panels. But what were some of your big takeaways, or maybe one or two key takeaways 
from what Shay Hawkins may have said or what Dan Kowalski may have said or, you know, then Reed and Brett and I were also on the panel. Uh, but I thought that those two were really making the most impact up there. Oh, my apologies to Brett and, and Reed and myself, but but Dan and, and Shay were the star of that show, I thought. So what were some of your big takeaways? Well, so you, you did have basically the author of the legislation in itself, in Shay, and then you had the author of the regs in the form of Dan Kowalski. So it was a powerhouse uh, you know, panel up there. The biggest takeaway that I got from that panel was that at, when I asked the question, hey, what are we doing about the fact that the Opportunity Zones time out in 2028? Dan Kowalski said, you don't got to worry about it. It's been fixed uh, you know, through the regulations. That was beautiful for me. So what I take that to And so j just to clarify what he means by that, so not very many people are familiar with the 2028 date, but technically, and I can't remember if this is, I think it's in the statute, it says that the Opportunity Zones expire 10 years after designation, and they were designated in 2018, which means that they all expire in 2028, so we've kind of been wondering, well, how does that impact qualified opportunity funds if they can't even exit until the 20, what? the 2030s essentially, right? Uh, 2029 at the beginning, right? Assuming that you had a fund that was started in, or 2028, if you set it up in 2018, most people kind of got going in 2019. And so you're talking about 2029 when people would be exiting. But not just exiting, but potentially exiting before a 10 year hold and they need to reinvest. And so we're really concerned about, okay, what does that timeout of the zones, what kind of impact does that have you know, on being able to reinvest into the zones all the way up through 2047? So it was really great to hear him say that that's taken care of, you know. I think the word he used was non-event. It's like, non -event. It's, it's not not, a, not an issue at all, so don't worry about it. But I know that had, I don't think it had normal people nervous because they didn't even know about it, but it had nerds like you and other yes, tax exactly. accountants and, and lawyers nervous about it. So that was good to hear him say that. Any other big takeaways from the event today? So I think that the recurring theme that I kept hearing was make sure that you have a really good uh, like professional team around you. And you know, so we had, uh, our panel was specifically on Qualified Opportunity Fund and Qualified Opportunity Zone business best practices. Yeah, so tell me about that panel. I want to hear more about that and what you guys yeah. got into up there. So I think that the key was, and I think that this was what really resonated with everybody, is that, listen, even if you don't have best practices, even if they're just good practices, or even if they're not even good practices and just practices, just do something. Do something as it relates to making sure that you're in compliance, doing your testing dates, some kind of system for how you're going to make sure that you track that. And so that led to uh, you know, an opportunity to walk through what you know, the program really is, is that you don't have to ask permission from anybody, but you better have a dang good audit trail. And so inside of that, it presented an opportunity to be able to, there's that word again, to be able to talk about how you can build that into your business practices and your processes to create this story that you're going to use to tell the IRS. Contemporaneous memorialization, I believe a wise man you once told it. me. It's a contemporaneous memorandum, exactly yeah. right. So when you do something wonky, right, because something got jacked up, you write a contemporaneous memorandum and you put it into your file that documents why you did what you did when you did, because that way you have the story so that you can tell the IRS, hey, listen, this is what we did. This is where we moved the money. This is the bank statement that backs that up. And this, oh, why, by the way, when we moved the money from this account over to here, this is the reason why we did that. Here's our contemporaneous memorandum that records how we did that. And so I think that that was really cool to, um, 
you know, to just really hone in on that, that, listen, practices, good practices, best practices, just at least practice, right? And everybody's kind of building the plane as they fly it in this space, but at least be focused on getting your professionals, you know, in place, good professionals surrounding you, and getting into a regular cadence of making sure that you're building out that audit trail. Absolutely. Uh, well, Ashley, it's been a pleasure seeing you and speaking with you again today on the Opportunity Zones podcast. I think possibly my most prolific guest. You've been on about as often as anybody else has. I think uh, you might be right. And, and we're looking forward to seeing you at our upcoming online event, OZ Pitch Day, coming up on November 9th. 2022. Ashley's going to be running a live Q&A session during that event. Uh, last couple times you've joined us from the U.S. Virgin Islands <laughs> and Puerto Rico. You were in Opportunity Zones both times. Are you going to be anywhere on, on November 9th this time? What do you think? So now I got to, you know, now I, I absolutely have to book it. I may be back in Puerto Rico on November the 9th. And so uh, we're going to figure out what kind of uh, crazy exotic Opportunity Zone we can go to. Uh, it may end up being Puerto Rico, but uh, stay tuned. I'm still trying to work out that dunk tank. Yeah, well, that'd be great if we get that sort of. And what are some questions that you're anticipating having to field as we come up? Uh, we're in Q4 now, toward the end of the year as November rolls along. What are some big questions you usually get? So I think that the, the biggest questions in, in coming out of tax season, we saw a lot of stuff associated with how you actually complete the 8996. And I think that what we'll be able to do is to be able to guide some people with answers to those questions relative to some of the things that they might be working on as they're coming into year end, particularly about how they move their money and making sure that they hit those compliance deadlines relative to the 90% and hitting that year end deadline on it. And so I think that that's probably a lot of the stuff that we'll hit. We're actually having a separate working capital safe harbor workshop through the Ozworks group community. And so we can assist people with kind of thinking about that, which is the most powerful tool inside of the Opportunity Zone toolbox. And we can walk through that as well if anybody's got questions about that at the, uh, at the pitch day. I always love that. I mean, it is rapid fire. It's like machine gun questions and answers, and I love it. And we always get a lot of questions there and a lot of eclectic questions from the eclectic crowd there, yep. too. So it's always a lot of fun. Actually, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today and getting you here and seeing you in person at yet another OZ Expo, a great event. We're looking forward to the next OZ Expo sometime in 2023, we're hoping. Uh, before we go, can you tell our listeners and viewers where they can go if they want to learn more about you and the services that you provide through OZ Pros? Absolutely. So it's OZ, that stands for Opportunity Zone Pros. That's P-R-O-S dot com slash podcast. And we've got special discounts for all of the podcast listeners on strategy calls, on all of our services that we offer, whether that's a compliance bootcamp or uh, our documents and our formation services. Fantastic. That's ozpros.com slash podcast to access some of those uh, special priced services available to Opportunity Zones podcast listeners and viewers. And as always, I will have show notes for today's episode at my website, OpportunityDB. You can find those at OpportunityDB.com slash podcast. And there you'll find resources uh, that we discussed, links to all the resources that Ashley and I discussed on today's show. And please be sure to also subscribe to us on YouTube or your favorite podcast listening platform to always get the latest updates from OpportunityDB. Ashley, again, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jimmy. That's it for our show today. A huge thank you to you, our listener. If you like this episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The Opportunity Zones podcast is produced by Opportunity DB. 
You can access our show notes by visiting opportunitydb.com forward slash podcast. And we'll be back soon with another episode. 